Hello, I'm Father Dan Serratori from the St. Benedict's Catholic Community in Burwood, Melbourne, and welcome to our podcast. We hope you're blessed by this homily recorded at our Sunday Mass. May it enrich you and may it inspire you to embrace more fully the love, the life, and the mission of Jesus. Enjoy. So if you have a look online, you'll probably find many formulas and strategies that promise you your best year yet. If uh, anyone's looking for the secret to a good year, you can also find a formula in the Word of God. In fact, it's the same formula that God gives to anyone who wants to live a meaningful, fruitful and happy life. Jesus summarized this all-important formula in three words. Jesus liked to keep it simple, huh? Are you interested in the words? Jesus simply said, if you want to live well, if you want to have a great year, if you want to have a happy life, come to me. Come to me. That's the formula. This is the constant invitation of God right throughout the Bible. Come to me. Come to me if you want healing and true life. Come to me if you want purpose and peace. Come to me if you want to find the way to live a truly fruitful life. In fact, the Bible ends with uh, this sort of moment uh, where the Spirit is speaking out through the church. It's right at the end, of the end of the book of Revelation. And the Spirit says, come. Everyone who is thirsty, come. Let anyone who wishes to take the free gift of the water of life, come. This is what Christian spirituality is all about. You see, our prayer and our masses and our sacraments, they're only truly helpful when they help us to come to God, when they lead us towards the one who is the source of our life and our meaning and our healing and our hope. So what I'm saying is that from a a Christian perspective, a good life, a good year, always flows from good spirituality. You see, true human flourishing is only possible when we access the divine life when we access the life of God. And that's what all of our spiritual practice is about, helping us to access God's life. And that's what we see in these wise men today. This is their secret. Their lives were forever changed simply because they came. They came to Jesus and through, through Jesus they encountered God. So today I want to reflect a little bit on these wise men and I want to draw three important lessons that they teach us. Three things they show us about how we can also find our way to God. The first lesson is that if we want to draw close to God, we need to be open to God's signs. They probably shouldn't have been the first to visit Jesus. They shouldn't have been the first to benefit from him because they were foreigners. They were from a different religion. They didn't know the scriptures. They didn't know everything they needed to know. But all of that didn't matter 
because they got the most important thing right. They were open. They were open to seeing the signs. They had an openness, obviously, of mind and heart. You see, so often we limit our world to what we see and what we know and what we can control. But the wise men, they were open up to possibilities that they couldn't yet see. They weren't religious people necessarily, but they had faith. They had this, this deep humility, this, this uh, openness to, to finding a life that was bigger than themselves. What about you? Are you open, do you think, truly, honestly, to seeing something that you can't quite see now? Are you humble enough to, to look for that in your day-to-day life? Or are you content with just what you can control, what you can see, what you can manage? Because they were open, they saw the sign. And they knew it was a sign because this particular star, it said, filled them with delight, right? The sign that God used for the wise men was a star, and we think that's probably because they were astrologers, right? They, were, they studied the stars. So that was the sign that God gave them. When they saw this particular star, filled them with delight, and they knew, well, there's, there's a sign here. There's something about this star. But the truth is that God gives us all signs in our own life, signs that we too can recognize. The key to finding the sign is to notice what fills your heart with delight. For some of us, it might be being in nature or spending time with your children or your dog. <laughs> or, or, or praying a certain type of way, or maybe it's, it's art or music or, or, or being engaged in, in your faith community. Every day, God gives us so many signs that are pointing us beyond ourselves towards him. The question is, are we open to the signs? That's the first step, the first task of the spiritual life that we learn from the wise men. We need to be open. We need to take initiative to look for the signs. And this, may, this means taking time out of our busy schedules to, to, to look around, to allow God to get our attention, to notice how God is trying to lead us to himself in our everyday lives. Are you open to seeing the signs as you embark on this new year? The second lesson that we learn from the wise men is that we need to follow the science. <laughs> we need to follow it. It wouldn't have been easy for them. It was a long journey. It was a risky journey. I'm sure people in their town would have thought, you're crazy. What are you going all this way to follow this star for? But something within them knew that they needed to follow this sign. There was something about this one they needed to follow. There are some signs in our life that we just know, don't we? We know, I need, I need to pay attention to this one. There's something about this sign that's sort of taking my attention. I don't quite understand it, but I, I really think God's in this one. It makes me think of my own calling to the priesthood. I had, there were so many reasons why I shouldn't have followed these signs I was, I was seeing. But I just knew within myself I needed to follow this one. And, of course, that has led me to a life and to a fruitfulness I could never, ever have imagined in a million years. 
By following the sign, the wise men were brought face to face with Jesus, and that's where it happened. That's where they had this epiphany that we're celebrating today. They had this revelation that this was not just a gift from God, but this was God's saving gift to all of the world, even to them who were from a distant place. You see, when we follow God's sign, it will always lead us up and open us up more fully to the revelation of God's goodness and God's love. It'll, it'll, it'll always lead us to uh, a place of awe and wonder and, and ultimately to worship. And that's exactly what we heard uh, of the wise men, that they fell to their knees and they did him homage. How do we follow the signs in our own life? Well, you know, it can be as simple as taking time to ponder the things that give us delight. Allowing God to speak to you through those things. Allowing these experiences of delight to open you up to a mystery that is beyond yourself. That's what the wise men did. That They were just pondering the star. They were pondering the thing that gave them delight. And as they pondered, it led them to God. It led them to the one who put all the stars in the sky in the first place. You see, good spirituality allows time to notice and to ponder things rather than moving from one thing to the next. Who does that in their life? <laughs> one thing to the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. You get to the end of the day and you did lots of things, but you didn't really take anything in. The great philosopher, I think it was Socrates maybe, said that the un unexamined life is not worth living. There's a truth in that, isn't it? If we don't stop and ponder, nothing can speak to us, nothing can get into us, nothing can lead us to something more important and more profound. Maybe for you it's spending time pondering your favourite tree and allowing that tree, the beauty of the tree, to open your heart to the beauty of God. Simple as that. Or maybe it's spending time to ponder the miracle of your children. This miraculous life that God has given you and this profound love that you feel for your, your children. And as you ponder that, allow that to open you up to this profound love of God. The wise men saw the sign. They followed it. And, as, and because they followed it, they had this profound uh, encounter with God that changed their hearts. The third thing they did was to respond to that gift. That's the third lesson we learned from them. You know that you've really opened your heart to God, that you've found the Christmas gift when you notice within yourself a desire to want to respond the wise men responded by giving to God what was precious to them, gave to Jesus their treasure, gold and frankincense and myrrh. You see, good spirituality will always lead us to the realisation that if we want to come to God, we need to lay down everything before him. We need to surrender all of our treasures over to God's will so that nothing will get in the way of the treasure that really matters, which is the treasure of the relationship, right? You may have noticed that 
The spiritual practices are in vogue again. Have you noticed that? Lots of people doing meditation and star signs and tarot cards and all these kinds of things. And they're doing it out of the right heart, seeking, searching. The problem with a lot of this spirituality, though, is that often people are looking for spiritual rewards. They're looking for for clarity and for purpose and peace, but they're not actually looking for God. These spiritual disciplines are actually lacking true spirit. They just become another technique, another way that people are trying to regain some control over their lives, which is the opposite to spirituality, which is all about trust and surrender. This can also be true for us, you know. Sometimes we can do all the right spiritual activities. We come to Mass, we do our, we say our prayers, and we, you know, we do it all. But we're not actually really open to a spiritual life. We're not really humbling ourselves before God's offer of love and forgiveness. We're not really seeking to submit ourselves to God's will. We're just sort of doing the, the spiritual stuff, hoping that we'll get the rewards you know, like this exchange, as if they're kind of just techniques. The invitation for us is to constantly be giving ourselves over, responding to God's gift to us by by surrendering ourselves as fully as we can. So is, is there a treasure in your own life that you're holding on to at the moment that you might need to surrender to God so that you can be more open to the treasure that really matters, the relationship with the Saviour. So there you have it. That's the formula for a good year, for a good life that we learn from the wise men. This is, these are some of the keys to a robust and healthy, fruitful spiritual life. Firstly, give some time and attention every day to look for the signs. Notice the things that give your heart delight. Secondly, follow them. Ponder these signs. Take time to notice how God is speaking to you and loving you and leading you through these signs. And thirdly, respond to these signs by surrendering to God what is most precious to you. Submit your whole self to God so that nothing will get in the way of the one who makes our life truly fruitful. You can find reflection questions for this homily at stbenedicts.com.au forward slash homily. Thanks for joining us today and have a great week.